Welcome back, everybody, to Wrestling with the Truth. I am BC Hunter, sitting here with my good friend Jay Myers. Nightmare, how you doing? Not too bad. What's going on out there in Nightmare Land? Uh, well, we've got lots going on out in Nightmare Land, I guess you can call it. We're about to embark on episode 8 of the podcast. We're going to title this one Rumors, Reviews, and Roundup, because there's going to be a bit of a hodgepodge feel to today's episode. We're going to touch on a, a number of different things because we can't really settle on one particular topic. We could also go potpourri on that one too. Could be a potpourri mix. Potpourris are always good. <laughs> also, before we get too deep, uh, respect for all those Friday the 13th lovers out there. We just uh, we just had the, one of my favorite holidays of the year, and though it's not an official holiday, I get, but uh, yeah, Friday the 13th. As evidenced by your moniker, you are obviously a huge <laughs> fan of that. Did you uh, did you partake in an episode? I uh, had some parental duties, uh, so I did not get to stay up too late. But I'm going to honor it tonight and uh, and uh, do a little marathon. I think. You mean you didn't watch slasher films in front of your daughter? <laughs> no, I did not. I, did not. <laughs> I would. Don't don't I don't test me. I, I would do that. But, you draw the line at wrestling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nice. So, uh, so yes, it is uh, coming off of Friday the 13th. We are recording on a Saturday, looking to release this on a Sunday. So we're going to try to stay pretty current with what we're talking yeah. about. So we've got a few topics to review. We're going to talk about what's going on with NXT at the moment and all these rumors around Triple H. Is it game over? Is it the end of the game? Is it time to, to play a different game? I don't know, but uh, we'll talk about that. Going to touch on the Rampage as well. They had their first episode last night. We both had a chance to watch. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Uh, I believe we hot both crowd, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, very hot crowd for that. Uh, we'll also talk about what everybody's talking about, especially as we're now on the cusp of the uh, Chicago episode of Rampage, the yeah. rumors around CM Punk and possibly Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and only three weeks out to All Out, so that's For sure. Pretty... And All Out's where? Uh, they're in Chicago, but they're in not the United Center. They're at the uh, formerly Allstate Arena, but I forget right. what's Right, and now. the Rampage episode. Rampo- Rampage is from United Center, which is right. their, so it's gonna be their touting as their biggest yeah. arena show ever on TV. It's interesting that. how they've kind of put their eggs in the basket yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll talk about that. We're going to touch a little bit on Bray Wyatt and just his status. We don't want to get too deep in the weeds with that one, obviously respecting mental health and stuff like that. Uh, Adam Cole is another one we'll touch on. And then we'll run down the uh, SummerSlam card as well. Yeah. Just give our brief thoughts on things. So an action-packed, jam-packed episode of Wrestling With The Truth. So before we get into the rumor side of things, maybe let's go into a quick review of uh, last night's episode of AEW Rampage. So, Jay, what were your thoughts so far? Yeah, initially, so I've been excited for this. Obviously, they've done a great job uh, promoting this on their, on their own show. But then also, um, and we're not located in, in the United States of America. However, we were seeing lots of good promotion throughout social and all that stuff too. So I think TNT itself was clearly behind the show. But I, I thought it was great. And I had just mentioned to you off air that through me, when I realized it was only an hour sh- show, right. I... Didn't clue into that. I just assumed it was yeah. two hours. And then when I saw, oh, it's on late. And then I was like, there's no way they're going to put two hours on until whatever time it would end. And that's because it wasn't. It's only an hour. And then I've heard Tony Khan speak about it on Busted Open about he wants it to be like how there there was good hour-long shows in the past. And he wants it to be a really good different format and all that stuff. And obviously this debut episode was pretty much the same formula because they had three traditional matches they were all title matches but he's also said that it's going to be a different format sort of going forward so i'm really intrigued 
by what he uh, in what he means by that. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a great, cho- interesting choice to kick off with um, Kenny and Christian uh, for the Impact World Title. Starting uh, hot, that's for sure. Great, great, and it had great buzz because Dynamite was a, another fantastic show. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they even it was the same venue that they were in for Dynamite, right? And I assume they just kept everything, and it was the, the Civic. I think it was University. Or Pitt, I guess. Is that University of Pittsburgh? It was in Pittsburgh, yeah. 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 I, I'm not sure. It I, seemed I, to be the same venue. And correct us if we're wrong out there, but it seemed to be the same venue. Because the only reason I say that is tuning in, you know how I'm a little I'm a little things guy. And I was like, oh, it's the same set. And I was a little disappointed that it was mm-hmm. the same set. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if this is going to be like, if anybody remembers when we had Raw and SmackDown, the debut episode of SmackDown, completely different set, completely different vibe. Same with Thunder. I mean, Thunder back in the day had a t- different look. Yep. So I just that, but again, it's small potatoes. I get it, and it makes more sense if they were in the same venue that they just didn't tear down, right? They just kept it and then changed the logos and went and changed the apron, right? Well, what was interesting when I went into the guide for it, they called this one the series debut premiere, but they're calling yeah. next week's episode the first dance. Yeah. So it almost feels like next week's episode yeah. is really going to be. Agreed. So maybe that. Agreed. And I thought the same thing when I saw yeah. them them toting the United Center one. So anyway, that's just small potatoes. But I think it would have been cool if they had a, a new set, and, and so maybe they still will. So that that's maybe uh, so. That's the case there. But I thought it was a great show overall. Um, the Miro match with, uh, and I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm not a don't know too much about Fuego del Sol, uh, but um, they, they they capitalized on that the right way. He was quick. He was like hot to start. Like they they tried to jump Miro. He tried to jump Miro. Like that was I think that was the best way to do that so that you don't bury him, you don't destroy him, you don't just like Miro just doesn't dummy him like he could. Yep. But you also kind of get Miro the win he deserved and should have, obviously, and keeps the title. But then we get the contract thing at the end. Now, my my only gripe on that is as soon as Tony Khan was there, I knew exactly what was happening. I mean, they didn't really hide the whole surprise thing, but maybe they weren't intending it. I get it because it didn't feel the same as when Triple H came out with Alexander on the the whole 205 tournament, but the Cruiserweight tournament. But um it kind of was reminiscent of that, but but I mean, they probably weren't trying to hide it. It was pretty clear he was going to get a contract as Sammy was walking down to the ring. But I agree. I mean, I felt the same way. I was like, well, what's the use of the match and what's the use of yeah. the stipulation? They could have just had it be yeah, the title exactly. match, and and then they give him a contract because of his and, performance. And in the, the commentators could have talked it up. He's yeah. having a really rough go. Yeah. He's losing. He's not a permanent employee. All that stuff. Yeah. But. Anyway, who are we to uh, to? And I mean, I saw some comments, and rightfully so. People said if WWE pulled off that, people would have been crapping all over the fact that they yeah. don't respect the, the contract match, stipulations. The, the stipulations. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that's mm-hmm. fair. But again, a little bit of a small potatoes thing. But I just, I it would have been to me rebook it, fantasy rebook it. Sammy comes out, and you're not sure what he the hell he's down there for, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't. We don't physically see the contract, and maybe he's got it in his back pocket or something. Mm-hmm comes out and you think he's gonna like beat his ass or something because i didn't know they were friends but maybe some people did and then you get like this like sort of surprise like no and he pulls the contract out and yeah they could have sammy almost like consoling his friend yeah yeah because he lost his opportunity at the anyway, at becoming all elite yeah. it's kind of minor because it was it was a good match but to those critics backseat there, booking yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we kind of differed a little bit on the main event. I, I thought it was a decent match. I don't think we had two of the AEW's women's division's most proficient workers, but I think they, they did their job. I think there was a high energy, um, good emotion. The crowd was clearly behind Britt. 
Um, you had commented earlier uh, or off air about how like it's weird because Britt's supposedly their biggest heel, yet she's not really being booked like that or hasn't been. But then I think we got that at the end where it was a clear no. It was an we attempt. need to know that yeah, this mm-hmm. is it was an attempt at least. Yes, good point. Mm-hmm. No, this is our top heel. She is the badass in the division. Yes, Nia is still out there, but I think Nia and Chris Statlander have that thing going there too, so that might divert it. And I, I couldn't remember who the who the run in was. I didn't I didn't remember her at all. I know they said her name, but well, and that's been a big complaint too. Yeah, the main event is you have somebody come in, take a hood off, and everybody's like, "Who's that?" Yeah, and, and I mean, no, <laughs> even the announcers were kind of like, "That's uh, that's yeah. yeah." Like no offense to, I think her name was Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater, yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's just maybe my ignorance. But I assumed the way they were talking, she was on Dynamite before, but I, I don't remember her, and maybe that was like they said two years ago. Yeah, yeah. so maybe early days. But mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, again, that's kind of small critiques, but. I thought the match was good. The I think it was the right result. Um, and I will say on the uh, Christian one, I thought that was the right result too. It, at first, when they announced the that match, I was like, wait, what? That doesn't make any bloody sense. Why would they have a match before All Out? But now I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it because now you've planted the seed. Also, it allows... I mean, let's be honest. I don't think Christian's going over at All Out. So now... And maybe, maybe, I'm, the, maybe I'm the minority in that opinion, but... Now it allows Christian to still look good. He kept the streak going, going into All Out, and he gets the title, and now they can go in a different direction with Impact there. Um, so, yeah, I thought that the result was great. The cool finish, too. Kudos to Kenny, man. I don't know, I know you're not the biggest Kenny fan, but he sold that, like, um, uh, unprettier to the chair pretty damn good. I am not the biggest Kenny fan, but I will give credit where credit is due. I, I gave him credit for that match with um, Sammy Callahan. I give him credit over the fact that he is just going and doing so much yeah. work right now when he doesn't even need to be. Yeah. I think this was a great call to take the uh, the title off from the Impact title because I think we're getting on the cusp of a little too much, Kenny. You know, we're seeing him everywhere. And, and for his own sake, he needs to take a little bit of a break too. Yeah. Like, let that body heal. Less from what is I under- more. Less from what I understand, he's, he's pretty banged up from, from his schedule. Yeah. Um, I, I did, I really enjoyed that match. That was a great match. Yeah, it, it, 100%. It was mo- like they were, they were, clearly into it there was some good stall tactics at the beginning which i thought mm-hmm. was cool and like old school and because i was curious because christian is not today's worker right christian is yesteryear's worker as far as that style of work rate right? but he was he's but a he, great worker he was I'm a not, good kind of hybrid into it 100, yeah 100 yeah, mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not at all suggesting he's not a good worker because i think he is mm-hmm. but he's not in the vein of today's sort of flow of the match right i mean it, he's that more deliberate paced out um wwe like, sense of purpose wwe style and you right? know why it worked because that's exactly what today's guys need they yeah. need a little bit to of that, that in there that little slow down a little pacing yeah Christian was able to bring it and still bring Kenny. Almost style. like we talked about this in an earlier episode. The old school versus yeah, new school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, so it was it the hybrid a mix of the, the two, hybrid. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. and I thought it worked really well. They were they were physical. Um, there was a couple big spots, but I don't I don't think it was spot heavy if I remember correctly. Not to my knowledge. Yeah. No. So I mean, yeah, great great show overall. I don't know. What, I kind of hijacked that, but I get your take on. on I'm that. used to the hijack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I can't disagree. I thought the opening match was fire. I, I Honestly, it was a great match. Probably the best Kenny Omega match that I've watched so far. What, was, happy- what was your take on Jericho? Because you've had comments about Jericho's comments. A little commentary. bit a little bit yeah, too much. I even, I even, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah. I, it was too loud, too quick. Like, yes. Yeah, right from the get-go, yeah. he was screaming. Yelling at yeah, me. I was like, yeah. wow, what did I do to you? And especially, especially with the... A four-man booth, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a hard slog. And, I, and I've and i said all along, and I made a comment last night, 
I love Taz on commentary. You could have went with just um, Excalibur and Taz, yep. and that would have been phenomenal. Hundred percent agree. I think that era of SmackDown was my favorite. When Taz, it was I think Taz and Cole. I think Taz, Taz and Cole, yeah, yeah, yeah. they Even were Taz great. and Jr. were great together. Yeah, too. That's true. But I mean, Taz just does a great job of he's still playing the heel a bit. So much knowledge. He has an amateur background. Over. He gets guys. Over. He remembers to get guys over, yeah. and he's got some funny lines. Yeah. You know, not. Not just complete. He's entertaining. Yeah, it's not yeah. complete cornball like Jerry yeah. Lawler, but then he'll throw in some good lines, yeah, which I like. He's entertaining. I like. But uh, yeah, so I thought, um, I thought, yeah, Taz did a great job. Mark Henry didn't hear too, too much no. of. So it, he did the backstage. He did stuff, good in the backstage yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then uh, Jericho was just so loud, and in there was times it was almost like he was trying to get stuff in there, so he was almost stuttering trying to get yeah. it in there. And he did have some good one-liners. And I did think, and to, to his credit, him and Mark had uh, some good back and they forth did. with yeah, some of the uh, they did. heel versus, like, yeah. I, I forget what... But I like, think Jericho's it was like not a, a heel a, right now. No, I know, but he was playing it. I know. And, and he, he was uh, back and I forth. I think Kenny did, like, an eye gouge or something in the corner, and Jericho was like, ah, that's what you got to do as a champion. And Mark I was know. like, but it's illegal. And yeah. he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. That was kind of cool. So that was kind of different. But, uh, but yeah, I, I could do with just the, the three-man boot. I, I mean, myself, I love two-man boots. And to be fair, I've heard Tony... Tony say this on uh, when he I, I hear him on Busted Open because I listen to that, but he said he's not going to be there every week. Like yeah. Jericho is not going to be force too many. No matter it, who it, it is. won't be Jericho every single week. Yeah. It will just I think it'll just be sort of hit or miss if he's. I there. just hope they don't rotate other people. Yeah, no, that. fair That's enough. The other thing, but uh, but to your point, Excalibur and, and uh, Taz for me would be they fine. did great. They did yeah. great. Yeah, that that opening match was great. Uh, I like the result of Christian winning it. It does set up that thought in your head: Is this the start of the Kenny downfall? And are they going to start taking right. the titles off him, especially? If he loses to Andrade, the the uh, Triple A championship yep. as well, then you really got something. Well, was that? Oh, sorry, I missed that. That's is that, tonight, I believe. Is the is the Triple A championship against uh, Andrade? Is that on in Triple A or is that in Triple A? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask you this earlier. If anybody out there, you may not know this. Is Kenny also working for New Japan? I don't think he is. I don't think he is right now. But there's so but much going. I, it's great, and everybody is benefiting from it. But I can't even keep track sometimes right now about who's working for what and who's moving where. And, well, and I, I mean, know the, I know New Japan is doing a, a heavy run right now in the U.S. because they've got a lot of guys over here in the in North America. But I made the comment last night, and a lot of people did too. This is how crazy 2021 is. I'm watching SmackDown. I know you didn't see SmackDown. Yeah, I, did, I don't want to spoil yeah, anything yeah, no, for you, but there was a there was a mention of Dean Ambrose on there in the Cena Reigns. Uh, tete-a-tete um, as ambrose or moxley ambrose, ambrose yeah. uh, cena makes a comment about reigns chasing ambrose out of the wwe oh, okay. then seth rollins is doing his little gimmick in in the uh in the ring and they do it's almost like a political speech and he flashes up in the titan tron all the different eras of seth rollins and they showed the shield so yeah. you saw dean ambrose interesting on WWE programming, yeah. <laughs> uh, they mentioned CM Punk again. Again, this is going to ruin one of the lines of the night for you. <laughs> but uh, John Cena talks about he's going to win the title. He's going to hop that barricade. He's going to run out of the building. He might even blow a kiss on the way out. Right, <laughs> referring to the CM Punk Summer of Punk thing because right. it's the Summer of Cena. So there you have two references to possible AEW stuff. Then we have the Impact World Title being defended as the first match on the Rampage or New yeah. Show. With Christian Cage, former WWE, and Kenny Omega. And then uh, during the match, um, Jericho makes a comment about Brian Hebner being the referee. And he mentioned that uh, he's had all kinds of run-ins with Earl Hebner in, in WWE. WWE. <laughs> like, actually mentioned what is it. going on here? <laughs> This is so nuts. Don't forget, Christian was a two-time 
TNA champion. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I know impact, but TNA. such a such a crazy year, twenty twenty one. But it's fun. It's, it's definitely it's fun. great. And and um, not to keep referencing, but I was Tommy uh, Dreamer and forget who we were talking about this new twenty twenty one around. It's not the same, but mm-hmm. it kind of is. It's this kind like. Of. Early '80s territory thing where guys Wild were, West, as they guys were it, lending yeah. guys out. Guys were promoting other shows on their show. They mentioned Maple Leaf Wrestling, which would be more your territory Toronto than mine. That, yeah. But mm-hmm. that, like, even Vince would do promos and mention yeah. Maple Leaf Wrestling and whatever. So yeah. it's just cool. It's Don't just, forget too. We still got now. Of- Vince will have you think that that doesn't that is not a thing yeah. anymore, and that's not, and he's ignoring it all. But it's kind of cool for the rest of us who are watching it all. I'll, I'll play out, right? Yeah, and don't forget, we've got NWA lurking yeah, in the weeds yeah. with another big event coming and, up, and too. I and really, then you've got the cross-promotion The Empower, NWA. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. I think they're doing a great job promoting that. Yeah. I need to do a better job of trying to catch Power. It's just hard to find. It's yeah. Just, it's hard to catch that show. and It's hard to find hours in the day. Yeah, and, too. well, that, too, and yeah. have a life and responsibilities. Although, but, that's a point that we... I want to finish off the, yeah, the Rampage sorry, sorry, thing, yeah. but, yeah, but, uh, so... Christian Omega, fantastic match. Yeah. That could have been the main event, to be honest. But I get it. They want to get to a hot start. The Miro match was great. He still looks like a beast. You're right. They did a great job as far as Fuego and, and how they played it out. We both agree yeah. they could have done a better job with the contract the reveal. Then what else did they have? They had um, just a couple. There of was things. a Derby promo, I think. Yeah. And they were really, again, doubling. They were all in on yeah. the uh, CM, Punk, CM Punk reference. Which, which Oh, that was what I was mentioning about even Cena just doing that little line. Kudos on WWE. That almost puts in your back your head. Wait a second. Yeah. Is Punk maybe take, thinking take of coming the to the them a little yeah, bit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. It just keeps you going. Just goes to show that. But it also it also as, in, as Vince Russo said, AEW WWE. They're all working in cahoots no, with each I, other. I know, but it also is annoying because he comes right out and tries to dismiss them as no competition. Well, if that's the case, you ain't dropping some of this stuff, right? Or yeah, you're, exactly. You're, like we all know that's bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? He does see them as competition. He's just he's just playing for the cameras at yeah, that point. But exactly. Anyway. And then the main event, yeah, I just found, like, I've, I've used the word clunky. It just felt clunky. Like, the it just wasn't a crisp main event after having such a crisp match to start things out. I like Britt Baker. She's phenomenal yeah, on the great. mic. She's a star. She just looks like a star. I love the fact, even the little details, how much money she's spending on her gear. Like, just I the caught jackets. I too, the little the Steelers things on her knee That's pads. what a star does. They spend money on yeah. those type of things, right? And when she was doing the promo before, you see, you saw all of her gear in the back. Yeah. That was that was pretty impressive. I'm, I'm with you. That's so, the yeah, so hashtag little things. I don't know if it was her. I don't know if it was Red Velvet, because Red Velvet's had some real interesting matches along her way, but I don't know which it was. I, was it nerves? I mean, it could have been could have been nerves. I found it. It's impossible. It's going to be impossible for you unless she drugged Terry Bradshaw out into the <laughs> middle of the ring and beheaded him. You're not going to make her a heel yeah. in Pittsburgh. So I found it weird that they went with the face match. I, I like we talked about. I would say maybe the Nyla Rose match for yeah. that. So you have kind of a heel and your tweener and let her have her moment in Pittsburgh, whatever. And then next week she comes out and does her stuff. I didn't have a clue who that was that came in the ring. So that really, that was kind of a the yeah. thud for me or whatever. Uh, but overall, a good show. And I said to you, I love the fact it was an hour. The nice thing about it is it left me wanting more, more yeah. instead of sitting there going, oh, is this which, over yet? Which yeah. was the argument in the early NXT days. And my, I was counter to that. I was saying, oh, I just, I want it to be a two-hour show. And then now look where we're at. I, I think that's what's part. hurting them oh, right yeah. now with the NXT thing. So great show. Yeah, no, and agreed. I thought it was a great Friday debut. nights are great debut show. Friday now, nights are hot for wrestling. Like, I'm sorry, but Vince might sit there and say there's no competition. But if you were at all on the fence on on supporting SmackDown or WWE in general, mm-hmm. then you get a couple weeks like that and the hot crowd and the hot sort of quick pace. 
people they're going to lose viewers. I, I, yeah. I, I, I we kind of disagree on demographics and who's watching what, but yeah. I, I don't think you can, you can't count that out. That, that is a factor. Like they kudos to TNT for having faith to go up on a Friday night. Right. Cause I mean, they're essentially going head head for head, right. Or yep. head to head. So yeah, the head for head might, might, be, might not be the best. <laughs> and this is Jay's uh, famous saying flub for this episode. Yeah, there we go. I got it. Now it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a common it's a, theme. It, it's yeah. a work now. It's so a work. For yeah. anybody out there. Stay tuned to see if you, we'll have a trivia contest and we'll give away a t-shirt or something like that for whenever you can pick out the flub analogy by uh, Jay. So. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. And United Center is no small feat. So. So mm. it'll. I hope they sold it out. I, I'm, they're promoting it as if they did. So. so that leads into a couple other things we were going to talk about. One, yeah. I, we should touch on this topic because we just mentioned this right before we press play or record on, on this episode. Right now, it feels like the difference being, between the two products, whether you're talking WWE or NXT versus AEW, AEW feels must watch right now. Like, you want to watch it. Yeah. I actually watched that live last night because I was like, are they going to have a surprise? Yeah. Is, is Punk going to come out? Is uh, Brian going to come out? I, I would have. I it. 100% would have if I, I, I ended up kind of bailing early uh, for the evening. But, uh, yeah, I said to you, it's the only show through the week. I obviously DVR everything or mm-hmm. tape. And, and my uh, buddy today liked to make fun of me because I said, oh, I, I taped it. But because uh, we don't really tape things anymore. Tape but, machines are rolling. But it's still, it's still going to be in my vocab. But, uh but yeah, like I Dynamite is the only show throughout the week that I will make. Sh- now I don't start it right at the start time because I like to have the fast forward yes. function. You know yes. what I mean mm-hmm. to go through some of the commercials. But hundred uh, percent, I don't want to miss any of that because anybody who knows anything about uh, wrestling knows you'll get spoiled within two seconds if you if you are you don't even have to try to find results. It'll just it'll come. <laughs> it's up. like everything knows Somebody that you're trying you. to Somebody avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, for any other show now. Uh, Raw and SmackDown. I just, I'm just staying. I'm just watching those shows to stay tuned. I'm not really invested in them right now. Dynamite and now Rampage going forward. 100. I'm going to be. Uh, I, I don't want to miss it. I, yep. It feels like that old the Nitro era, the the, the Monday Night Wars era, right? Where we don't want. And again, back then you couldn't really. I guess you could physically tape it in a, in a yeah. tape recorder, but uh, or VHS, but. I mean, you you had to watch it or else you you didn't see it, right? Yep, for sure. And I mean, for me, like Raw, SmackDown, I'm watching a little bit more. But yeah, that, Raw, that's not. Yeah, my that's criticism. Not Raw. I'm actually and, literally fast forwarding, and I'll, I'll stop at a and talking it's the three hour thing. Yeah, I'll right? stop at like, a talking segment because yeah. I know they're going to have a twenty minute match, yeah. which is going to be a repeat of another match. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be 50-50 booking. I, it's not going to tell it's me gonna any story. It's going to end in a roll-up. It's a roll-up, yes, exactly. It's going to exactly. end in a roll-up. It's going to be 50-50 booking. Like, we could literally write this thing ourselves right now. It's, so it's kind of pathetic. I just want to see the talking segments to see if they're going to advance the storyline. Right. If that's great, because I'm more into storylines. But yeah. I don't need to watch a yet another 20-minute match. So. Agreed. It's, SmackDown, it's, I will watch the match, because usually it's a phenomenal match. Yeah. You know, it, it, The in-ring stuff is a little more exciting. Like, I'm with you uh, entirely on that. I'm also also, usually not paying as much attention if I ever on it's mm-hmm. in the background. I might be on my phone or my computer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm absolutely not doing that with anything AEW. Uh, I try not to do that with Impact because I really enjoy their show too. Yeah, I will watch uh, Impact, and too. it's mm-hmm. it's it's such a different show. And the matches are quick. It, they're quick. You mm-hmm. will not you'll miss stuff. And um, uh, so yeah, and Ring of Honor, I'm still kind of not as up to speed, but I, I, same thing with that. But 
Yeah, I, I think it is must must watch and continues to be and will continue to be going forward. And like a lot of people in the industry, like, like we listen to podcasts, a lot of uh, we listen to a lot, of, and everybody's talking. It's the buzz. They have the buzz. They have the buzz. And we talked about it. they have the advantage right now. They have home field advantage yeah. almost because they're the new guy. They're technically the underdog. The underdog. They're also um, you've got the big bad WWE that's established. WWE right now is not going to be plucking people from AEW. So they don't have that element of surprise, whereas AEW has just so much element of surprise. Yeah. Ironically, WWE is handing them even more of that <laughs> because they keep releasing people. But you watch it live because you're like, who's going to come out? Yeah. Who's going to show up? Or what are they going to do? Or what's what are they the gonna, segment? Or, what's yeah. going to happen? Or like you talked about, the even the, the TV 14 situation, there's going to be blood. There's going to be cursing. There's going to yeah. be something crazy going yeah. on. So and, and, and I mean we yeah we won't go into the whole uh, attitude era TV fourteen no, thing but yeah. but I will say this I'm sick and tired of like I, I even I'm who I'm a fa- I'm a, I am in favor of that rating I'm even sick and tired of people like lamenting the fact that WWE is PG and all that stuff like get over it it, it is what it is right but we just discussed how it doesn't need to be campy or childish. Even at PG, PG is the technical rating they get. But I've looked it up. You've looked up. You can do a lot of things within that parameter. Yeah. They just choose not to, and exactly. that's that's what's more frustrating. It's like get over the fact it's PG because it's not going to change. But more so, I just Work get within an, your yes, I just get yeah. annoyed that you can show blood. You can have some mild cursing on a PG show, right? We've all watched sitcoms, even and they they go a little edgy, right? I mean, it's it it doesn't mean childish. It doesn't mean TV eight or whatever the lower one is like they just they just choose not to, and well sometimes we'll get it and we'll get the odd thing here and there but it's still I don't know if you feel this way or anybody else out there but it, it feels out of place when you get like a an ass or uh, something on on Raw or SmackDown I, it literally feels like <gasps> what what are they doing which like, is the point though that's, I know but cause, like cause we could argue we that's shouldn't what feel a- like it's out of the place we should feel like that's just the the, the product we we have a good but we could adult make the product. argument that AEW is maybe doing it a bit too maybe, much you know maybe. but I don't I don't find it saturated I don't find it's ECW esque and that mm-hmm. it's over the top mm-hmm. I just find it's an adult show and yeah. that's that's I think missing and maybe that's why you're not seeing the 18 to 49 demo that they want right because yep. They've, they've pandered so much to the, the kids and pandered so much to the other audience. It's like, but at the end of the day, the people who pay your bills are us, right? Like, it's that 18 to 49, not so much just male anymore, because I think there's a lot more female fans than there ever was. But it's like, kids aren't paying the bills, you know what I mean? So, yeah. anyway, I don't know. It's just like, get over the PG thing, but... Vince and company need to work out a better version of PG, I guess, is what we're, we both say. Or just go all the way, G. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. And because then, and then the we parents know... of the kids are paying those bills and right. don't want to take them to it. But if it's, it's kind of in half in half out, they're not going to take their kids. No, to it. Yeah. no, fair enough. So, so it is. Like we got a right. perfect example. We have a local show that's going to be performing next weekend around here. And in the afternoon, they have a family-friendly right. show. In the evening, they have a... They're doing um, it in all ages, and all then they're ages. doing it at 19 and over. Yeah, exactly. 19 yeah. in Canada is usually the... The drinking the age. The drinking yeah. age and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, anyway. I, so, not to believe for that. I but. could feel comfortable taking my son right. to that event in the afternoon, whereas I know I'm not going to take him in the evening because right. I just don't want him to hear some of the things right. that he might hear. But so. we may enjoy the evening show a little better because it's a little more edgy. It's a little more adult, right? So Or you might enjoy the afternoon show better yeah, because true. the kids are so into it, and the true. guys are doing different things entertaining. Who knows? But yeah, that's no, the. That's, but figure out what you're going to be. It's, it's like the hokey pokey. But I, but I, but I, but I will say this, and, and and this is we don't always agree on this stuff. But like 
I much prefer watching Dynamite and now Rampage because the crowd is more to my liking. The crowd is more jacked up. The crowd is more Attitude Era-ish. Because I see kids in there. There's definitely kids in there. But I think the parents that are bringing the kids to a Dynamite... Are bad parents. <laughs> I will not say that because my daughter will be going as soon as I'm allowed to take her. But it just has that... I don't know if you agree or not, but it just has that feel to it where... It's such a... I'm not going to lie. I mean, Ron and SmackDown, they're dead crowds, man. They're just... They're dead. Like, they just don't feel energetic to me at all. I mean, you uh, get some Last night's SmackDown crowd was energetic. Yeah, maybe. I, but I, it was it was Tulsa, Oklahoma, so that's like a, yeah. a wrestling hotbed. But I don't know. It's just, just the, the vibe I get is that watching Dynamite, you're, just, you're more jacked up watching it, and it feels much more must-see because the crowd is way more into it. Element of surprise. Yeah. That's what they've got right yeah. now. And, and I say that not just with the reveals, but... You don't know what's going to be said. You don't know what's going to happen. But I've seen this uh, mentioned too about AEW. Their stories are better. They have better stories. They're getting better. I, I think they, they do a better job of the story stuff. They don't stop and start as much. They don't. I mean, they have done it. And maybe it's, what have you done for me lately kind of thing. But I just, yeah, I'm just, I've read that too and heard people say, well, they just, they have a storytelling element. They've started to really nail that part too. Something right? that can't be lost though. And, and people are quickly going to gloss over this fact. The stories have gotten better the show's gotten more entertaining. I'm enjoying the show more, but that's come with the influx of a lot of ex WWE guys, Fair right? Enough. If you were, because remember, but is it? It's the chicken and the egg, right? Yeah, but I mean, remember when it first started? When we had, you know, some of the people that they had on that show at the beginning, it, it was unwatchable. But could for you me. chalk that up to infancy of Tony Khan's booking and writing and all that stuff too? Like it could be, right? Well, whatever. But what are you saying? It's not like these these are the same people that are wrestling right now, yeah, and they, the stories got there. No, they've gotten rid of those. And yeah, they, no, and I'm not going to disagree with that. WWE guys. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I just think. Hard to really pull that out because over time, everything tends to get better over time, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Traditionally, but anyway. So yeah, so sticking with AEW, uh, we'll talk about, since we're in the rumor mill side of things and surprises and all that, we'd be remiss. We've gone seven episodes without mentioning this. I'm really impressed with us. <laughs> we've, we've managed to hold off because we're, we both said, we're going to wait and see. We're going to make sure we're not jumping the gun and everybody's just because everybody's talking about this. But we have to address the elephant in the room because it could possibly take place next week or it could happen at all out. Could be yeah, Friday. The rumor of CM Punk possibly coming to AEW. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think is going to happen? So I'm like emotionally torn on this because as a at in the moment in the in the time that um, Phil Brooks decided to for all intents and purposes, take his ball and, and, and leave, it <laughs> it hurt. Like, and it was like, because I was a big punk fan, you know that, and I was really turned off, and then he did the the thing with Colt, and he was bashing the medical, and he, it's just, it, it was really, and I know you're a giant Bret Hart fan, but it was just really reminiscent of early scorned Bret days, right? It just, it just didn't rub me the right way, and I really turned off on on Mr. Brooks in general, and I was just like, you know what, good riddance, screw you, like, I don't, like, whatever, right? And, but time kind of heals all, and so, like, it's been, what, seven years, I guess? Yeah, yeah 2014, so. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and he did the UFC thing and all that stuff, and, and I've seen him, actually, he's done movies, and I watched, uh, enjoyed the movie he did and all that stuff. I think it's going to be cool for AEW. I don't, it's going to take me some time to know whether I'm into it or not, because... I don't know. I I was such a huge fan, and then he sort of did that, and and nobody will know what he was saying if that was true, and and I don't think any lawsuits ever went anywhere. So let's be, 
he tried to sue, I think, the doctor. I don't know if that went anywhere or maybe it didn't. Nobody gets so, by Jerry McDivitt. Yeah, anyway. So, again, I'm not saying that he was making anything up because he was clearly, we all know that they get sort of run down and overworked and all that stuff. And was he ever given the due respect as a champ? Probably not. And that that's probably fair, too, because I think he wasn't even getting main events that summer or that year as the champion, right? So, I don't know where I'm where I sit. I think it's cool for business. I think for them, I think that's he's beloved. So that'll be a huge. Coup. So do you think he's going to? I think show he up? is going to show up. One hundred percent. I think he's going to show up. Okay. I think he is going to show up. I think I've heard him in interviews say he would he would come back for the right storyline and he would come back for the right situation. If anyone's going to give him that, it's going to be Tony Khan. So I don't think he gets that in in Vince's company. Is situation Latin for money? <laughs> well, obviously, I think money is a huge factor, which Tony has that too, right? <laughs> but if anyone was like, "Well, I don't know if I make," why wouldn't he? Like the the buzz they have right now, TNT is fully all in. No pun intended. They're promoting the shit out of this uh, this company. It's getting some buzz. They've had some stars come already. Like it's not some podunk promotion that that he like to me he does seem like the guy who wants it to be big right he doesn't want to go back to some minor thing i i think he's there i think he shows up and he's there yeah i i maybe it's a big giant swerve maybe not i don't know he's done with ufc i think he's done with mma so at some point he's only 41 i think so i mean does he and he probably could live off his wwe earnings toll Whenever, but I don't know why wouldn't he want to kind of get back in the spotlight? So, so long-winded answer to your question is yes, I do think he's showing up. If not Friday, I think at all out for sure. The other reason I think that, and we talked about this before, don't you think the the timing of the booking of Adam Page was curious to you? So, like, if we were gonna inv- they invested all of that all of that time and commitment to Adam Page, we could clearly see the writing was on the wall. He was gonna get that title shot. He was gonna go over. And then to, to around the same time as all these rumors start coming out, and so much so that like even people were suggesting it was a done deal, then they go and they go and pause that that push for Adam Page just to, like it just coincidentally it, it adds up to me that okay we can't have Page go over Kenny on the same pay per view that we debut Punk right like that will completely overshadow that huge title win for Adam and we don't want to do that. So let's pivot a little bit. We'll get him kind of out of that title picture. Pop Christian in there. Christian and Kenny are going to be a great match, but it's not going to be the level that that babyface run was going to be for Paige to maybe finally go over. So I don't know. Timing seems to fit for, for, for what's happening right now. So yes, I do believe he's going to show up. I do think he's going to show up, and I think he's, he's, signed. I think he's already signed, to be honest. It, it, I get that feel. Even when... Tony talks about it. He says there's still big things coming the end of the summer and the end of the year. So he's almost alluding to the fact that he's got some signings, signings happening, right? Yeah. So I'm just looking it up because I heard something about news coming out about Paige and why he has been off uh, the show or why he's kind of been written out of this, um, title, this, match. this title match and is um, that his wife is pregnant. And with their first child, and that it's uh, it's been his plan to take time off with his wife. Okay. So yeah. that would explain that. Um, there's been so many rumors lately with like, people with medical health yeah. and mental health and stuff like that, but it appears like that. That's what it is. So CM Punk, I'm probably in the um, the minority. I've never been a huge CM Punk fan. Never. 
Is he good? Yes. Yeah, he's great on the mic. He is. But there's a part of me that feels like he's part of the reason for the downfall of, of wrestling right now because of just his whole attitude towards it and just the snarkiness towards it and just... Like you said, almost like the 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 cynical take your ball and go home type yeah. of thing, and then and then, and it's like people look at him like like he's a cult leader, and 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 they're now they're just they completely crap on WWE because of the whole CM Punk thing. Well, I got news for you: WWE's been doing that to lots of people over the years. So why is it that all of a sudden yeah. it's CM Punk that that you're talking about? But on the other side, WWE has also done lots of great things for people too. I mean, to this day, if you've ever benefited from the machine that was then, yeah, exactly. Like when he came from Impact, he was or from TNA at that time. Yeah, he wasn't the CM Punk that you know he is now. Yeah, he can argue that, uh, or people can argue that. Oh, geez, you know, CM Punk just got mistreated. The guy had a 434-day title reign. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get the main main event WrestleMania. But I, correct me if I'm wrong, that WrestleMania, wasn't that main evented by The Rock and Cena or something like that? Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I have no idea. I'd have to look it up. I'm not sure, but but I think it was a pretty major yeah. match that was going on. Kind of like how, I think they learned their lesson from Triple H and Jericho main eventing after The Rock and Hogan. Right. That was a pretty good lesson to be learned there. That match did not seem the same yeah. after watching those two go at it. So he's had this amazing title reign. He's held every title, I think, in WWE. He had an ice cream bar. Yeah, <laughs> he had an ice cream bar. He got to on live television, and people can say, oh, pipe bomb, pipe bomb, pipe bomb. He got to on live television basically eviscerate Triple H many times. He got to eviscerate Vince McMahon. Yeah. And if you, for a second, believe that those people Let that numerous happen. times yeah. did not know exactly what this guy was going to say with a live mic in your hand on such a controlled yeah. environment as WWE you are crazy. I, I knew you were going to go there. Now, did they know to the extent of what he was going to say? Because he said some pretty shady things about their family, right? I think they do P's and Q's on everything. Yeah, they, no, and you're 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 probably bang on. I I agree. It, it, it or like, he would have been history gone. Skew, history skews it as this ginormous controversial pipe bomb thing. But you're right. I mean, it was a very. It still is and and was probably more so than a very uh, scripted world that they lived in. I don't know, but like then the argument would be like, well, they can't come out on live TV because it's a live show and they can't drag them off. They could have just cut the mic off very quickly. Yeah, but they then cut it off I don't know. Like, the the but, argument being that it would make bigger of a scene if they came out and interrupted that. You can't tell me that Vince couldn't send somebody and just beat him over the head. Exactly. And then they could have just played it off his angle. Right? They could have so, cut the mic and that just would have led to another angle yeah. with with the. But I'm it's sorry. A, it's a solid point. I I firmly in the in the corner that he but, ran but, but every single. Just one second. Just one second. It was a good. It was a good promo though. Well, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. But that's the whole point. It's so who gets the credit for that? Everybody gives CM Punk the credit, but if, if Vince McMahon knew every word for word yeah. thing that he was going to say, then who should get the credit for that? Because he's the one who said, "Yeah, let's go out on TV and do this." Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So it's it just like everybody, if you think that he really did just blow a kiss and run off with the title and just went away, <laughs> no, that was part of a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which was just, actually just copying another storyline. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, yes, is he a skilled wrestler? Yes, he is. Is he great he, on the mic? Yes, he can talk. Yeah. He also had Paul Heyman, which really helped out that whole image. Yeah. Um, Probably to his demise at some points, too, because Paul Heyman tends to be poison for a lot of people that he backs as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just the way it works. That being said, we'll put that all aside, but I just want to be clear. I, I don't so you're a he, fan, is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't think he's the lord and savior of professional wrestling. I was just going to say, I mean, people like to tote him as this messiah. He's, yeah. 
in my head too he's not and and maybe i'm scorned but i enjoy his work and that's mm-hmm. that's it as a, he would be up there in my if if I go back to like him again, he would be a top ten guy, right? I mean, yeah. but he's not this. He, yeah, he's, he's not this. He's not on my Mount Christ Rushmore. Figure, right? I'm sorry, yeah. he's not going to be there. I don't know. I just hate when people say, "Oh, he's so mistreated." Let's go through his title reigns. Let's go through how yeah. many titles he different. Let's go through the pushes that he had. Let's go through the angles that he had. He let's go through the amount of TV time he had. Just because he wasn't in the main event of WrestleMania, he had a ton of TV time, some yeah. great angles. So. I, I just hate that. Like I heard that said about so many people, and then you run down their list of accomplishments and their titles and all this. And you're like, okay, actually, this person wasn't saying all that though. Does it does does our opinion on that even matter? Because he's got the buzz. He he no. He, and so this is where draws, I'm going. With. I just right? want to lay it out there yeah. because everybody's just like, oh, CM Punk, CM. Punk. It's like whatever. I mean, the the, the crowd is gonna go ballistic if yeah. he shows up in AEW. And I will say this: I do think he's gonna show up in AEW. But if he doesn't, oh man, they are yeah, they're kind of screwed. They are up shit's creek. Because they're definitely that. alluding to it too, They've right? So alluded to, alluded to it so much. The people have worked themselves up into a frenzy about this. The other question I have, is he good for their locker room? Because somebody who's that, you know, complaining and, and, and this and that was he poisoned in the locker room? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't back there. I really don't. But they've, from what I hear, the big difference between AEW and WWE or NXT, it's a great place to work they have a great locker room yeah. environment. You don't. You got to be careful what you sprinkle into that locker room environment. Yeah, so no, that's, that's the a other solid point. But but again, we don't know Phil Brooks. We don't know what he's gone through. We don't know what he was no. dealing with then. So I'm going to give anybody in any walk of this earth the benefit of the doubt and. Perhaps he's he's not that bitter, sourpuss guy that he was maybe when Hopefully he left, not. right? Hopefully, Hopefully not. not. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard that Tony just brings the best out of anybody. Apparently Tony, like, after every single TV taping, he bring he has dinner brought in for the whole roster, like, in the whole show. Like, he, he feeds, like, not just catering. Like, he actually does this big party thing after every show. Like Domino's? <laughs> Domino's motherfucker. But... But yeah, anyway, I don't know. It's a super valid. Nick point. Gage has a pizza cutter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a super valid point. It's just anyway. I mean, my my whole thing with it is is we like or we as the IWC or the wrestling fans in general like like to think of him as this huge box office draw, but he's not. Like, is is CM Punk going to bring mainstream media in if AEW signs him? He will in AEW, to be honest. He, yeah. he will uh, because Maybe Tony, the UFC Tony will have the connection be able to, to make that yeah. happen. And, I mean, the melters of the world are just going to be just trumpeting this <laughs> to the high heavens as the greatest thing that ever happened. But I'll be quite honest. They're kind of in a catch-22 because he has to show up now. Yeah. He really does because now they've done their first tease and letdown with this. But the thing is... I honestly don't think they need him no, necessarily. They probably, they probably don't. They don't need him. He, people are going to watch AEW. We we've seen this. They mm-hmm. are all about AEW. They're going to watch it. Yeah. It, for me, am I going to watch AEW anymore because of CM Punk? No, because like I said, I wasn't a big fan of him. To his. that point, though, apart from your locker room angle and and that's, is there any harm in bringing him in either? Though, no, like, that's not yeah. what I'm saying. There's yeah. no harm in. But He's probably worth it just for the for the pop in the viewership, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm saying. They don't necessarily need no, them, but, but it's another thing on the yeah. shelf. But then at what point do we have too many toys on no, the shelf is enough. the other thing. Fair well, the considering other... that we're now moving to the next room, we're around uh, Danny Bryan. Yeah, yeah. He's, or Brian Danielson, if you want to say that. But uh, again, I think that's the guy that 
is probably the bigger coup, but will not get as much uh, acknowledgement as or the CM Punk or, one, yeah. right? Or as limelight as what yeah. you. But Daniel Bryan is going to have these amazing matches with some of these people. Yeah. And and if you believe what's out there, he's he's also kind of the reason. And there's still to this day that as we speak, there's still a lot of speculation that he's not done with WWE yet, and they're trying to. Apparently, they don't want Punk back. They don't see a value in him, but they do see. A Could value. you imagine if Punk did show that up in WWE? Crazy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> what would happen to people's heads? They, they literally <laughs> they would, would. They would they explode. Would they, they would explode. Would yeah. But and I get this angle, and this is where they're going with it: is that Brian is a more family man. He's got mm-hmm. the Bella connection. Yeah, he's got connections around the the, the family, st- the kids stuff, and so he's a he's a better fit for their brand. Mm-hmm. In that we all we've talked about this many times before. They're a brand. They're not just a he's wrestling. still locked into the Bella show. Yeah, too, right? and that's the thing. So mm-hmm. they are not a pro wrestling company. They are a brand, and he fits mm-hmm. their brand better than Punk does. But. And I he's going to be a much better locker room influence. Yes, but for Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, who wants to wrestle in the, the wrestler, the pro wrestler that is Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, he wants to do the New Japan stuff. He wants to have security. He wants to have sort of, from what I hear, creative control a little bit. And for anybody who shits on that idea as a as a independent contractor or performer, why wouldn't you as a performer want to have some say in how you're booked or how you're, you're written? It, Actors do it all the time. But the problem Actors is... Actors do not take scripts or they have them written for them all the time. But the problem is if too many people have creative Agreed. control, I'm not saying who that takes every, the loss? I'm not saying that everybody gets that. <laughs> then you get a roll-up. I'm, I'm saying, has he not earned that, right? Sure he has. Yeah. Sure he has. To and a, you to have to have you have yeah. to have that built into... Yeah, if you're a green guy paying your dues, no, you don't get creative control because that doesn't fit the... The, the benefit of the company but i don't see how it's a downside letting a guy like daniel bryan have and, and i don't know how it would work maybe you layer in some some measures there where it's like he doesn't get to book his match but he gets to have some direction in the character right and mm-hmm. i don't know we all heard about the horror stories of wcw and all that shit and i get it but i, I don't see the biggest deal about having a guy like that stature or punk or like a, even a kenny omega now it's probably like have them and their evp so I, they probably mm-hmm. have it anyway but I don't. I don't see the biggest deal in that, but like, yeah, Fuego del Sol. I mean, he's not getting creative control, right? You know what I mean? like, or Danny Garcia. Maybe not, he is. I maybe he is. Anyway, but I, I, I'm off. But apparently, he likes the idea of working NG uh, New Japan dates as well. He likes the the less dates with more money or the same amount of money, and he likes some of that freedom, right? And 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 it's a better style for Daniel Bryan. I mean, and remember this, AEW fans, be careful what you wish for because the signing of Bryan Danielson gives you one step closer to the signing of the Bella Twins. (laughs) Fair point. And Nikki Bella going over Serena Deeb or Thunder Rosa just sounds so tasty. We'll we'll, we'll go that well. No, I think they're 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 entrenched in the uh, the the wonderful world of theater that is WWE. Yeah, anyway, well, the, Brian, yeah, that's more of a, yeah. not so sure. His th- makes more sense. Like, let's it does, His makes yeah. way more sense. It does. He would be a great addition to that roster, and he's going to, he, he would have some really good matches with, with some of the people on that, well, everybody on the roster, I mean, but, and I think he's going to be a better locker room influence. And again, I'm saying, I don't know Punk, so I don't, he may yeah. be the best locker room influencer possibly is out there. I'm just saying from what, the bitterness at the time, it seemed like that yeah. probably was not working too well. Yeah, and that, we don't, we room. won't ever know, but maybe yeah. it was a smear campaign, campaign going on at the time, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was, like maybe, that, that that whole Royal Rumble incident that he talks about, maybe that was yeah. a really bad deal. And maybe Hunter did treat him like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what that, that he said, who knows, right? We don't know. And I don't mm-hmm. care, to be honest. Yeah. What's on my TV I care about, and that's the product that you put in front of me, right? Yep. So um, the people behind those characters, you, that's your right to do whatever you want. 
Hi folks, good old BC here. We just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you are enjoying what you're hearing so far and that you decide to subscribe to Wrestling With The Truth. We can be found on all platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you go to find your latest episodes. And although we are not match rating marks, this is the one time we would appreciate a five-star review. As well, we can be found on both Twitter and Instagram under the handle at WWTTPod or at our website, www.wrestlingwiththetruthpodcast.com. We encourage interaction with all our listeners, so please feel free to email us questions or feedback at WWTT at wrestlingwiththetruthpodcast.com. All right, I think that's enough self-promotion for one episode. So now, back to the show. Okay, so two other people we'll talk about quickly. Bray Wyatt. What do you Bray think Wyatt. So happened? I have seen a few tweets from uh, from Wyatt. Now, funny people, and I don't, I haven't checked lately, but people are like, oh, he, this is a work. He's still saying at WWE Bray Wyatt. And it's like, oh, come on, like he just didn't change his handle. Like, I like pretty the one, sure it's not a work. I like but, the one that was said. Uh, well, it was the it was Bray Wyatt that was released, but not, not the, the fiend. fiend. Yes. yes. Uh, my take on that is, uh, given that he's already tweeted out um something it was just a like text tweet he's like uh prepare for the cult of Wyndham or something like that which is really really gets my blood flowing because if he's going back to some sort of bray wyatt um wyatt family deal that would be awesome and he's looking in phenomenal shape yeah it, exactly and he mm-hmm. was g- getting in shape apparently mm-hmm. and then he's also tweeted out like a cool image and apparently people speculate that that was going to be a uh, they were going to already change up the fiend and it was going to be a new character i was like i don't buy that the fiend Anyway, the way they buried him, maybe it was. But uh, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm less convinced whether or not Bray fits in AEW or will go to AEW. But I don't know of any other company that he really fits into. The I, I, uh, I, I watch a lot of what culture wrestling kind of videos, and, and they were making the commentary around that sort of supernatural character, the Fiend. This would be not Bray Wyatt because I think Bray Wyatt doesn't need to be supernatural. But the fiend supernatural sort of character that because apparently everybody consensus is that was it Wyndham Rotunda super creative guy like super creative super smart about the business like has but he never challenged any of the booking angles or any of that but like anyway the the thought being like if he went with some sort of supernatural character it just wouldn't fit with AEW because even with Abaddon they're like well this lady just thinks she's a zombie she's just a regular lady but then even watch Rampage they were joking about Chris Statlander being an alien so it's like mm-hmm. I don't know like maybe maybe that's true and they don't want to go full-blown Undertaker or <laughs> don't get me started on the Lily shit to be quite <laughs> honest like they're never going to do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean but and and we're both shaking our heads right now because it's Hot garbage. I've Hot said garbage. For, for yeah, you did. Now. And I wasn't bought in until they started doing the doll yeah. pop up and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, they're so, lost. They're lost. Yeah, exactly. Man. So I don't know. Like I'm a little more like on the fence whether he does fit. But think about the guys they could throw in a nice little cult, right? Or, or even Bo. if he comes in and they're does, gonna, they're going to throw Bow in there. Bow. Right? Oh, yeah, Bow's available. But even mm. now that they've they've hinted at this fracture in the Dark Order holy shit wouldn't he be a cool guy to come in and especially no, given you did it you well, did it well especially given the new leader of the dark order no, but especially given the brody stuff right i mean yeah. the, the emotional brody stuff yeah. he comes in and they have a built-in angle there man i, I yeah. know we joke about it, but yeah. like that would be a built-in emotionally driven angle that he takes over that that group right and it would fit what if, what if you had like a like um bow 
or Braun coming in. And Braun's and, already and quote, it, tweeted that, that and eliminating joined. some of the lesser known yep. Dark Order guys, like just eliminating them. So now you're left with just your few there. Yep. And against and then, Dark Order, a, a true babyface yeah. as the guys that got kicked out. Right? And then you then you have because then you have um, Bray come in at that point, right? But uh, I don't need a supernatural Bray. No, I, 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 like, I agree with you. I, I like you. just the cult, creepy, the creepy hillbilly guy, yeah. cult guy. Yeah, no, that was that was my favorite stuff. Cause same he, here. He would cut promos. Do you know he never cut one single promo as the Fiend? Not one. True. Yeah. He had not one yeah. promo. Ever as the fiend, mm-hmm. and that is to his discredit, I think. Which because... is why they had to have the Bray Wyatt character. Yeah, the... exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. I just I that one I'm less convinced that he is, but I'm I'm hoping because I think it would be really cool to see yeah. that guy in AEW's creative freedom, right? Like, I'd love to, you know, and it's not going to happen because of the the amount of audience. But I'd love to see that character. If you want to go supernatural, that fits in perfectly with an impact. Impact. I was hundred percent. Mm-hmm. If yeah. if they're going to go full blown that way. 100%. But I, we've talked about how much we both love Impact. That would be a, a disservice to, to Wyndham Rotunda, I think. Unless it finally moved the needle for them. That's Maybe, the but we just we both agree that they're just Plus, not getting seeing the like support. Braun against uh, Big Cass or Braun oh, against uh, Moose. <laughs> I think, don't get me wrong, Impact's roster up against anybody's roster, bar none, they can compete yeah. with anybody's roster, yeah. but they're not given the, the support or the exposure or anything that they yeah. need. And same it's with Randy Barton, right? It's so, sad. Anyway, but yes, yeah, I do I, think he... Same he here. I think it's a, the landing spot is probably AEW. Yeah. As long as he lands somewhere, so that's all I care. I just want him Agreed. on my screen. That's yeah. the big thing. But the idea of finally Bo kind of being able to not be the goofy character. Do Although know, he did do a Do we know about where, where Bo stands with anything? Like, I know he's released, but he hasn't... He's been pretty he's silent, been I guess. pretty silent, yeah. yeah. He hasn't yeah, showed so. up anywhere, I guess. We'll either see. Has, Axel hasn't showed up anywhere, has he, either? Uh, mm, Hennig? No, not that I know of. Weird. Yeah. I would have thought for sure he was going to... Show up somewhere. We'll see. We'll see that what guy, happens. That so. another wasted. Yeah, I always loved that guy, man. He was he was one of those guys that I just I knew they were never going to book him right, but I was sad that they didn't book him properly because I think yep. he, he has some talent there. And then the last one we'll talk about. Uh, we thought that Cameron Grimes was the new million dollar man, <laughs> but apparently there's another million dollar man in NXT by the name of Adam Cole. What yeah. do you think of those rumors? Yeah, and what uh, BCH is uh, referencing there is there's some rumor and innuendo that he had already that Adam Cole had already signed a million dollar per year deal and that it's a done deal and yada yada yada. But that's now coming out and, and people are saying nope. If anything, actually, that's not true. And also, the meeting with Vince, because apparently he had a meeting with Vince on Friday night before SmackDown. And even that meeting, they did not. And, and this is, quote unquote, coming from a writer who is in the, in the room. He's saying that they don't have any direction to book him strong or like make stories, or which is what was rumored. So honestly, if I'm in the head of Adam Cole, and forgive me, I don't know his actual real name, but like he would be dumb to stick around, to be quite honest. I don't, I don't know of... Uh, one single benefit for him to stay. I don't have any faith that they'll book him properly on the main roster. And NXT is is devolving as we as we speak. So where's his future in that under that umbrella? Right. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. Do you have faith that maybe he'd be booked okay in SmackDown? No, I don't. I just don't. I don't because Vince is too involved in the main roster. And let's be real, he's already said he doesn't want any midgets or guys in the thirties. Guess what? Adam Cole is. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's not to defend. Like, I love Adam Cole, but he's he's he would be Vince's midget guy, right? And he's, as much as we've talked about this argument for development versus starting on the main roster, you're starting, right? So now you're starting your WWE run. He's in his mid-30s or late-30s. So he is exactly what he's told 
NXT to not give him, right? Mm-hmm. So I, no, I don't have any faith. We all like to think that oh, he's, Vince is a promo guy, and if the guy can get over the, pro- he, we've seen that. There's been guys that are amazing promos and still got buried, right? So I don't know. I, I think he'd be dumb to resign. Maybe he did, but I'm hoping he doesn't. And he's just he's just such a perfect fit in AEW. Like yes, perfect fit in AEW. Which to which I'll say to my point, which this will kind of tie into our next rumor where we talk about what's going on with NXT and and apparently we were Kreskin on our last <laughs> episode where we talked about NXT uh, because it seems to be unfolding before our eyes. But he is perfect for AEW. He is not cut out for WWE and I don't mean that as an insult but that's not the character that Vince McMahon is looking to go AEW is just just absolutely just pleasing the fan that loves the independent promotions and loves these guys wrestling fan in general they're they're playing to these people that always argue WWE does not give the small guy a chance or this or that no they don't because that's not what they're going for it's what they don't want to I mean it's quite evident when I want I mean I look at a guy like Baron Corbin that's who they're going for and and by the way whose angle I I chuckle at all the time right now but then I see him. They back. even like storyline suspended him. Did you see that for Jessica <laughs> Violent? Which is great. Which is great. You'll love what he did last night on, on SmackDown too. It's pretty hilarious. But then I see him backstage and he's like with Kayla Braxton and he looks ginormous. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the guy, that's what they're going for. You know, they're going for attractions. They're we, going for attractions. Yeah. They're going for, for megastars. And that's okay. So that's what WWE, I think. You're going to see WWE rebound a bit. I know people will probably argue no. They're, they're, what are they doing? They're, they're cutting all these people. Yeah. But you know what? They also were alienating that core group of fans that, just like now people are arguing they're alienating the core group of fans who love all these independent guys and the small guys and the workers and this and that, they also alienated a lot of their core group that loved the big guys, the attraction, yeah. the, the larger-in-life story characters. Story. Stuff, yeah. So trust me, it works both ways, folks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know there's a million and a quarter of Exactly. There's a million and a quarter of you that love AEW and, and think that that's the way to go. But there's also still two million people watching the other product that are just like, I just want the big guys. I just want to see, yeah. uh, as JR would say, a slobber knocker. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to see... Cirque du Soleil. And that's not an insult to... Yeah. It is, I'm just saying this is what it is. So I think that might be a bit over... Because like, there's a lot of guys, I think, like me, who like both, right? Who, no, I get that. Who, I get there's that. a healthy But you're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I'm just a fan, so I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. You, you're, we, trust me. We just talked about <laughs> yeah, I know. We're watching How ROH. Hours a we're week? watching NWA. <laughs> we're watching... We're going to watch it. It goes back to my point back in the day when I, it didn't matter what was on yeah, in the 80s. I am watching it. Yeah. It could be, you know, two, uh, whatever. Jeez, I tuned into the first season of Glow just because of the rest There you go, right? <laughs> You'll probably watch Heels as well. So. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I'm pumped for Heels. Pumped so for Heels. That's what I mean. So it's um, it works both ways. The, the barn door swings both ways. So... Don't, don't, else yeah, don't call on the demise of WWE just because they made this decision. You're going to see a little bit of a rebound for them too because some of the core audience that they lost that likes the other side of it are going to be like, okay, great. I don't Because they might have just got tired of watching you know, a small guy. Be, and again, nothing is no. Daniel. I love Daniel Bryan. I thought he did fantastic. But there, there are some people out there that say, I don't want to watch Daniel Bryan beating Bobby Lashley. No, it just doesn't it was, make sense to me. It's no different. Totally than, and you it. use this argument all the time. With Ray. Ray Mysterio yeah, being no, world champion and being in a match with the Big Show and beating the Big Show, 
That I didn't want to watch that. Agreed. Uh, listen, I I I completely. Do agree I want to watch Rey Mysterio against Eddie Guerrero though? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Listen, it's a great take. I can't really argue against it because I think you're. But I will say this: no one. I and if you think that WWE is in any peril whatsoever, you need to go get your brain checked because they are not hemorrhaging money. They're not losing any battle. They're not losing a single damn thing. So as much as you want to wish their demise, it ain't happening, people. If you, if think, anything, they continue to have quarter over quarter over quarter over quarter like exactly, profits, exactly, which just feeds into the coffers of Vince to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Let's so, put it this way: if you think if WWE doesn't sign Adam Cole and he signs with AEW, that they that two million that. people, yeah. that two million people who watch SmackDown are now going to revert to yeah. AEW? No. The 1.2 million that are watching AEW, kudos to AEW to get up to that high. Kudos to them. That's impressive. They're going to be unbelievably happy about about seeing him show up there. But those fans that are watching WWE, they weren't watching him anyways. Half those people didn't even realize NXT was on TV. That's a great point. So they weren't watching you might get a half of the 500,000 that are watching NXT move over to AEW. So you might get up to 1.5 million. But... You're still going to have those people watching. No, that's a great point. It, yeah. it it needs to be said. Uh, I think a lot of people like to shit on Vince's company just to do it, and but they they welcome it. I'm sure because it's like it's eyeballs on them either way, and they continue to cash those checks, right? And, and you know what? As much as everybody else is the underdog, Vince loves being the underdog oh, yeah. too. He just loves yeah. being. Oh, I'll show these people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so and that goes into our point. What we were going the last point we we're going to talk about was okay, before we get to the last point, and we didn't script it out before him, but. This has come out recently. I need your take on Ric Flair training to get back in the ring and signing with AEW. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he's the nature boy. He's he's gonna do it. You know, he's he's he sees Cena about to get his record. He wants seventeen titles. Oh my god! It's like have I you don't seen know, him I though? Did I, you see I, the I saw I saw the the one shot of him in the gym with the trainer. Like when he's doing the gun. Uh, yeah, oh I don't god. know what to think. To be honest, I just don't want him to die in the ring. He <laughs> like, said, I just don't want to see him die on my TV. That's all. I he don't said want. I I would go in that ring right now and do it more and i and i can see him pull him off a match you know i would never i would never tell anyone to not do exactly what they want to do i'm just like legitimately worried about his like well-being <laughs> that's my only concern is like but if he's fit and training and and ready to go then kudos like the fact that if he does sign with AEW, they have him earn Tully and uh, that's what I'm more excited. Yeah, about. Just like, a horseman reunion. Just that in and I'm sure itself. they throw a few bucks at uh, at JJ and uh, maybe to, Barry Wyndham just yeah. to have a well, little I mean, reunion. Take your you pick, know? I guess, whatever yeah. one you want to throw in there. But yeah, I don't think that Luger wouldn't be in the shape. I guess to, Chris Ben was yeah. <laughs> Well, they have Malenko there. They have Malenko. Oh there. shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Be there cool. you go. So. Even if we could just get a, a four horseman t- t-shirt, which I don't think they own the rights to, but no, didn't doesn't. Doesn't like um, what's his name? His son-in-law now own the rights to the Four Horsemen. I, I Conrad. Some, huh? Yeah, Conrad. I, I think. don't know. There's some sketchiness around the Four Horsemen, but uh, anyway, um, anyway, I just want to throw that somewhat quasi. Listen, in. I wouldn't pot, put it by him, and I'd still probably enjoy it more than a lot of things right now. Agreed. So yeah. Agreed. All right, last one we want. So to yeah, we were rolling on. into the whole what the yeah. hell is going on with, with NXT, NXT and we'll Triple H. So we wanted to say this too because we just did a whole episode on it, and we're we're kind of we're, we're feeling going, we're feeling SMRT yeah, right now. Yeah, we are, and, and we, we're not going to go too much into it. Um, we're not going to like spend too much time on it. Uh, just we just want to touch on some of the things. One because we did just kind of drill down on it 
earlier in another episode in two. We are only a week away from TakeOver and the quote-unquote rumored changes that are coming. So uh, after that, I assume after that. So anyway, this could all just manifest itself and it might not. So we'll... We'll see uh, in a couple more weeks. And maybe we'll have to do another episode on it. But So maybe you can. Yeah. And we're a week away from SummerSlam yeah. as yeah, well. So, so, so maybe yeah, you I'll, can touch I'll, on I'll kind of touch on what, what I've been kind of diving into and just seeing. And and we I don't know if either one of us really hunt out these dirt sheets sort of. And I hate calling them dirt sheets because I know that's disrespectful. But we don't hunt out these sort of rumors and, and the, um, the news sites, things. You but just you, can't you, avoid them. Yeah, you hear about them. And then, like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and they come up and... So anyway, the, the the rumor is, and it's it's I don't know if it's been validated, but it's apparently comes from Meltzer himself, uh, the wrestling uh, observer uh, observer, that there is some internal dissension amongst the ranks at the top of the WWE, and that's there is a camp that is um, Vince's camp that, for whatever reason, that camp is somehow afraid or skeptical or insert whatever term you want to put there of when triple h would take over and so they are now in vince's ear on one end and then there is the triple h Shawn michaels camp of the future of the business of the company right so rumor has it that that camp that is closely aligned and in vince's ear obviously and we can only assume that's pritchard and uh and whoever else but that camp is trying to convince vince and kennedy mcmahon that nxt lost the battle they lost the war even they did not kind of quell the 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 momentum that that AEW had on the that whole wednesday night thing we can all argue that to her blue in the face but because of that they took the l it's time to re go back to the roots of NXT and what it was supposed to be, which was a feeder system to build the next stars, similar to an OVW where you got Orton, Cena, Batista, all that stuff, and pretty good go, class. Yeah, pretty good, <laughs> and go away and, and Shelton and in Shelton and steer away from trying to compete with Ring of Honor and Impact at the time and now obviously AEW. But that's that's what it did evolve. Like NXT under Triple H's immense guidance, and I thought it was a great great thing at the time he did try and tackle that ring of because pre-pandemic we had heard this they were the the thought was they were going to go across the world across the globe and do little nxt territories everywhere right and that they, they were scooping up talent and that never materialized obviously pandemic hits and all, and all that nonsense but so that's on one camp and then there's the hunter camp and and seeing his his group and furthering that is that Sean and Triple H weren't or weren't involved in any of the recent decisions around the call-ups or the, the the releases that just happened. And apparently those releases that just happened were not Nikon. They were all Vince's decision around some of those NXT guys. So it was Bronson Reed, Mercedes Martinez. So apparently those were just Vince cuts and they didn't fit the mold because the new mold from what we're hearing is that I don't want midgets and I don't want guys starting in their 30s, uh, i.e. independent. Right, I mean that's basically he could have just said I don't want independent guys. So the thought being there's going to be like you you we had talked there's apparently going to be a branding a rebranding a, a kind of a shift in a whole strategy a shift in the way the show's booked and the programming is uh, so much so that apparently USA Network is pretty perturbed about this and they've actually commented and complained about this new direction. So again take it with a pinch of salt we don't know that to be true but and that vince just wants nxt to be that tried and true feeder system where i want the i want you to take my vision of guys and develop them 
get them ready so that I can bring them on TV and they're ready to go. I don't want you competing with the independents anymore. So that that's the elaborate rumor. It's sad if that is the case. It's it's interesting to hear that there's even dissension amongst the that group because who would have thunk that? You know what I mean? And the thought that Vince would, would side with the other side and not his son-in-law is also kind of strange. But also I can kind of see how that would be true. We, we both try and get in Vince McMahon's head sometimes and you can never do that. But... The guy does not like to lose. And whatever you want to think about the AEW, NXT, Wednesday, anything, they kind of did lose, right? So he sees it as his first L in the last 30 years and he's like, nah, this doesn't sit well with me. You had your chance. See you later. We're kind of going back to the, the mold. So anyway, that's a long-winded way of saying that there's some highly confirmed, not confirmed, but there's highly validated rumors that they are going to completely change the direction of NXT going forward. And in so much so that maybe you were hinting, maybe it's not even called NXT anymore. Like, whereas it's a true feeder system to, for Raw and SmackDown now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll mention that, of course, these are rumors. rumors. Yeah. Uh, it's Meltzer. So we got to put a little bit more credence into versus yeah. it being anybody else. Uh, obviously, he, ha- he has some inside knowledge on what's going on. But it is rumors, and we're just giving our opinions on these things. I don't know. It, it's. I find it hard to believe that the man who's married to his daughter is going to be on the oats because of this thing, and that Bruce Pritchard has managed to. And let's face it, it's Bruce Pritchard is <laughs> the other side, right? Bruce Pritchard is the one that's gotten into Vince's head so deep that he's willing to cut Triple H out of the family so that Bruce can now lead uh, yeah. WWE to the promised land. I don't. I just find that hard to believe. So I put a little grain of salt in it. The other side of it is too, yeah, you can look at it as one way. It's sad that, that you'd see what you enjoyed as NXT changing to something yeah. different. I get that. But if it is truly that they're going to be releasing a lot of these guys that we you know are using the term quote-unquote midgets or you know yeah. the indie guys for lack of better terms just better work rate guys right right true true professional wrestlers not guys they molded but here's where the argument to that belies because all people have been complaining about is these guys are never going up to the main roster they're never being used on the main roster they're not getting the eyeballs on that they should be getting so which is it you know yeah. <laughs> like either you, i get a kick of you everybody gets so sad about this fact but where there's like a million people on Twitter right now going, I can't believe this is happening in NXT. Where were those million people with the eyeballs on the product when they, they were losing this ratings war to, to yeah. AEW? And this probably, as we just talked about with Adam Cole, this is probably a better thing for somebody like that who's going to now go and, to AEW and be used the way and, he should And I be can't used. disagree with that. My only, my you only, should disagree with that because well, we need to get controversial. Well, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this at you. The only thing that I would add to that is it's like that whole sort of scenario where if NXT had been allowed to do what it could have done in that separate from the main roster, be a, be a full traveling, full size, full scale, which they were getting to. They were selling out Barclays Center and um, they went a bunch of shows, right? And full, full arenas. It seemed like that. So if that was the case, then those guys like those, those workers that we, we talk about, those quote unquote indie guys or whatever then they wouldn't have needed to go to the main roster, one, right? Because they don't need it. They don't need the spotlight of that. They have their own little nice little brand and uh, potential growth and, like, future there. They wouldn't even need to go to AEW or Impact, right? Because 
then NXT becomes that AEW that we we all thought it was going to be, right? Or had been. And the other, so so I guess that's where I'm like, eh, it's not. Yes, where is those eyeballs on the show and all stuff? But it's like also they kind of had their legs swept out from under them too in a, in a lot of cases, right? And and did Triple H want to go to USA? Maybe that was just a business deal, right? Because he was doing pretty damn good when they were just running on the network, and then they would sell out arenas and they do takeovers and and all that stuff, right? Because he didn't have the pr- they were just on the network and all that stuff. Outside of that, my thing is, and and I get how you think that there might be some like that doesn't make sense. But some things to think about, and I always tie it back to Vince's ego. Do you think he liked having Triple H produce immensely better intros, uh, or sorry, uh, entrances down there, video packages down there, booking five sh- five match pay per views that just blew the roof out of any other pay per view on the main roster? It's like saying the Yankees are okay with their Triple A affiliate having more popularity than the Yankees. Yeah, the Triple A affiliate is there to feed the Yankees. They don't give a shit about the Triple A. That's affiliate, a right? good point, but also to, to your argument, so Vince whoa, probably whoa, did whoa, whoa, kill to, it. To your right? argument, though, too, it's also like having the Yankees and they have their Triple A affiliate, and all the guys in Triple A are like, you know what? I'm pretty good. I'm just going to stay down here in Triple A. I kind of like it here. I don't want to go up to the yeah, big club. That, that's kind of a bogus argument. If, no, if it's no, better down there and it's better down there, but that's the point, not their fault. The point is, you should be. You want people on that. Triple A aff- affiliate that are motivated to get up to the sure. big club if, and make the if big, that club big club is better, better if is a better and, option and make the big club better. Eh. They're the ones that are like carrying cross. I guarantee you is saying, "I'm going to the main roster." Well, let me, let me see. <laughs> oh, I'm going that. to the main <laughs> roster and I'm going to be the one that takes this to another level. Right? Like that's the guys you want, not the guys that are like. Eh, I really, I'm kind of comfortable. I have a nice place in Florida. I make my $100,000 no, a year. That's I have not a pool. What it is, I don't though. have to travel. That's, kind like of a, that's a bullshit argument. Well, because come on. On paper, yes, I will give you that. Because if that main roster is the place to get to, then it is the Yankees. And, and you can see where Vince, what you, it was, you can though. see where Vince would get pissed off about sure, that, too. But that's in Vince's head, right? He he doesn't. Cause it's this in goes a lot of people's But this is how the conversation we had in previews. I didn't look at it as that. Some people did. Vince probably did. You did. But if you looked at it as a separate brand that is making money, and and I know it didn't make a lot. It only made like a million bucks last year and all that stuff. But like, if you were to just let it be its own thing, and it didn't have to be, and, and maybe you could still pluck talent from it every now and again, but if you just let it be its own thing, then it's not a AAA versus Yankees thing. It's just another Yankees thing versus Yankees, right? Well, what, if but he Vince wants doesn't to, want it to be if that he wants because it to he be doesn't want it to thing. Own, but he doesn't want it to overshine his I, own thing. I know, thing, but I'm right? saying, if he wants to be his own thing, why don't we just call it WWE? Why don't we just make that WWE if it's that much better than WWE? Listen, I... I know what you're saying, but my, my I'm just trying to defend the point that a guy doesn't want to go to the main roster if it's shittier than what he's getting and being a part of down there, right? Go up there and change that. Uh, that's, you still that's, want to win the World that's Series, That's a grumpy right? old man. Get off my lawn take. <laughs> I, I am get off my lawn, guy. But but you still want to win the World Series. You, all you don't no, care listen, about the Triple H thing is that there could be a lot of this in, in this scenario in which... Vince didn't like the fact that that brand is cooler than his main roster. They had cooler entrances. He he 
he neutered Karen Cross's entrance immediately. Well, they, they, that's a that was a whole payback I, listen, thing. I know, and yeah, that yeah, so the speculation yeah. is that the if, cross if this thing, hadn't Dakota happened, Kyle, if this if this whole AEW war hadn't yeah, happened, yeah, fair enough. Because Karen they let, Cross they let Finn be, have his entrance and all that. Karen Cross would be coming up that's with true. his full. That's true. So that's true. this was that's a, a punishment point. thing. That's right? a good point. Yeah, Finn Balor is a great. Finn example. had his whole entrance yes. and all that. So that's a good solid point. Yeah. Anyway, I I just I can envision Vince being a little perturbed that like. The quote-unquote perception is that it's a cooler brand than his main roster, right? I can, but then the question is, why doesn't he just get Triple H to come back up to the roster and go, okay, repeat what you just yeah, did fair, down there? fair. What, listen, he, you know what? Take we will guys. never know. We will never know. We will never know the the legit thing. But we will know in a couple of weeks because because we we might go we might do this for the next half hour. Fight back, but we will know in another two weeks once we see the new quote-unquote NXT if that's the case, right? Yeah, and I mean to me. When I had the most fun with NXT and enjoyed it the most was right around that time period of you had the four horsewomen, you had Enzo and Cass, you had all these people, uh, Breeze, guys like that, that you knew they they did come up to the main roster. A lot of these people came up to the main roster and that did hurt NXT. But the point was they came up there and they succeeded on the main roster was the other thing. So that was a good thing. These guys came up, or girls came up, yeah. and were hungry. And we can go back and forth right on now, which strategy was right. Yeah, yeah, right now. And yeah, I enjoy NXT. The matches are fantastic, but it's really starting to become a lot of what I'm seeing on AEW yeah. or seeing on, on ROH or whatever, which to me, I can watch those shows to watch that. Yeah, no, like, that's a good point. The, this, to me, I like the idea. I love watching somebody on, on NXT and going, oh, I can't wait to see them up against so-and-so. Yeah, and I don't. I want it to be clear that I'm not I'm not in no way saying that I'm going to just turn it off as soon as if this strategy does go forward. Because no, I, not. I, of course not. No, <laughs> I, I will gladly watch it and see yeah. if he can build stars because yeah. I'm for that. Because imagine if he does build it back up again, then it's like, yeah, well, exactly. he's I'm just, I'm just, it's just annoying. And, and maybe this is the whole talent hoarding thing in general because they did hoard all his talents it wouldn't go elsewhere it wouldn't go to ring water and all stuff so maybe they did it maybe trips did it to himself right i'm not saying that i'm anti this this strategy it sucks because guys might lose their job or they're forced out or they're they don't resign also i just it's just annoying that we're having to deal with it in real time on tv right or whatever Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. it sucks that a carrying cross is he's the because he shouldn't have to suffer he shouldn't have to suffer for this quote unquote from this story and this breaking news is quote unquote the talent are just pawns talent are pawns in this whole thing Mm -hmm. and it's all going back and that's what's bullshit in the whole thing and i don't agree with any of that because all you're doing is just diminishing that talent and that there's no reason for that dakota kai and karen cross do not deserve to be pawns in this little this little back yeah if if you're upset with triple h have it out with Triple yeah. H, which, again, this is why I have to put a pinch of salt on these rumors because Vince McMahon is a guy that's combative. Because So I could see him having a knockdown knock Drago fight with Triple H <laughs> at his home. Right? Not, at the dinner table. Not going, oh, yeah, Trips, you're a good guy, then I'm going to punch Karrion yeah. that no, seems no, kind of That seems like a Pritchard move, but, but it doesn't but seem like there's a, a lot move. of there's a lot of things that add up. If You have to admit that. There's a lot of things that add up. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Right, and yeah. that... So we'll see, and uh, we'll we'll probably end it there because there's a lot more to come. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where we go from see, here. See, I but... like fired up Jay. I can get him going. That's just I just have to go old school. I'll just get you him do. going. Yeah. Go, uh, get off my lawn stuff. <laughs> All uh, right, great so, episode. No, great hold on. A second. The last thing we'll talk about because we probably won't get an episode in before this happens. Is I just want to do a quick rundown on the SummerSlam card. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll just talk about. You made the comment. You're just not 
feeling it right now for SummerSlam, yeah. to be quite honest. It just doesn't have that appeal to you. So we'll quickly run through what they've announced so far because it's next week. Maybe the next episode we'll be able to do a review of SummerSlam yeah. or something like that. But um, So as I see it right now, and this is based on Wikipedia, so the match order might change. There might be some uh, free-for-all uh, some matches stuff. and stuff like that. But here's what we've got so far. Nikki Ash versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Feelings? I'm indifferent. It just feels like they're continuing. They're just doing this for Charlotte's title reign stuff, and mm. that's. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not into Nikki like at all. Like just it's but further to the Lily PG stuff. It's mm-hmm. just like it's give me a break. I'm. It's insulting to my intelligence, to be honest. It feels rinse and repeat. It yeah. feels like I've seen this match about 80 times. Rhea, is, it's also hurting Rhea because I think she's mm-hmm. just getting watered down now, too. I'd love to just have a rematch with Charlotte and Rhea yeah, like they had at uh, Money in the Bank. Okay, uh, so we're both thumb down, thumbs down for Thumbs that. down. <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky in a singles match. Is this the battle for the sword? Uh, I don't know. The whole sword stuff I'm, I'm not into, but these two guys just beating the piss out of each other, I think that'll be good. Yep. Um, I don't think the fans are going to be super into this match because it's a kind of a nothing throwaway match. Drew continues to get heat on him for whatever reason, but it's not his fault, I don't think. I think it's just the way they're booking him. But uh, I'm thumbs in the middle on this one. I don't uh, okay. kind of indifferent. Yeah, for me, when I look at it on paper, I'm just like, eh. Probably not, but I guarantee you, we're oh, it's going to watch be a, this, and we're going to be like, oh, man, what a match that it, was. It's going to be a banger, as it, they say. It's going to be physical. Yeah. It's going to be good. And these guys should work well together. I mean, they're good oh, friends as well. So uh, We have Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Yeah, from this one for me, like given Lash, um, Goldberg's last appearance where he, uh, he kind of Strowman beat him in minutes, right? I mean, it was... That, that was his last appearance, I think? Uh, was that or was it the Undertaker one? Oh, Jesus. Maybe I erased that one from my head. But mm. uh, Anyway, I, I don't know. You guys will have to check us out on that one. But um, I'm a Lashley fan, so I hope he goes over. I, I want to keep keep this run going for him. But hard to say. They're really booking Goldberg strong, too. So, uh, I, listen, if Goldberg looks good and he doesn't um, drop anybody on his head, then I'm okay with it. I am happy with this match. Under one condition, as you hear the clicking of my dog's uh, feet right now. But uh, <laughs> um, if Lashley does the exact same thing that he did to Kofi Kingston, I am pleased to sponge with this Yeah, match. I can't see that happening. <laughs> I don't see that happening, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we have the Usos versus the Mysterios for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, yeah, again, I didn't even know this was a match. Uh, they're doing this weird... Um, tease at at sort of father-son breakup here which is going to be a weird angle to play out but uh i'm kind of again if something comes of this then great um but as it stands right now i'm not really sure what they're trying to get out of this whole angle it's a very it's a very weird angle to to have this quote-unquote breakup between father and son i really don't get this yeah and what has dominic done to actually warn ray being so mad i know <laughs> i don't know it's, it's kind of strange but whatever I, it'll be a good match uh, hopefully the usos retain for that one next we have bianca belair versus sasha banks for the uh wwe smackdown women's championship yeah i think that one, that, that might be matching the night for sure between those two are probably going to steal the show, I would hope. It should be good. Yeah. It, it just yeah, it should be good. I actually I'm I'm a big Sasha fan as well as Bianca, so I'm I'm good with whoever comes out on the top of that one. Quick Sasha note. Why does she not get 
the same kind of heat that Big Show gets for heel turns. I mean, how many <laughs> heel turns has Sasha had over her career? A lot. <laughs> so, uh, then we have Edge versus Seth Rollins. That, well, actually, no, I might take that back. I think that one's going to steal the show because those two guys are going to give it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they've had a good buildup. I think it's going to be a good match, like a technically good match. Um, be interesting to see where they go with this, if, if Seth goes over or not. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, looking forward to this yeah. match. I think this one will that be one might, good. Maybe that's the yeah. match I'm most looking forward to, maybe. Yep, definitely. And then probably, actually, this one might be one that's going to be sneaky that I'm looking forward to. Sheamus versus Damian Priest oh, yes, for the uh, U.S. Championship. Yeah, that, that one should be super physical. I, I am a huge Sheamus guy. I don't have any ill will towards Priest. I think mm-hmm. he's still working out the kinks in his character, but mm-hmm. uh, I think it should be a really, really good match as well. Yep, for sure. Hopefully no shenanigans. And what's right now listed as main event would be Reigns versus Cena for the uh, Universal Championship. Yeah, this is probably why I made the comments like I'm just like tuning in. It's like as much as I love Reigns, Cena's not here for the long. So like we kind of know he's not going over. I mean, I hope he's not going over. And then I don't know, the dude calling the Brock stuff or whatever. But like I kind of I'm kind of done with Cena. Like I. It's cool that he came back and has his good promos, but I'm just kind of done with him as a as a sort of a roster member now, I guess. So, again, I'm kind of indifferent on this one. I think it'll be a good match. I don't have any uh, reason to think otherwise, but I, yeah, I don't really have an opinion on this one. I hope Reigns retains, I guess, and then they they bring out somebody immediately after that's going to challenge him or something. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, I don't think it'll disappoint. Um, I'm really hoping Cena doesn't win I, I honestly I don't want to see him break the record to be yeah, quite honest um, I'm happy with it being tied with Flair I actually didn't want to see anyone tie Flair but if the rumors are true that Flair wants to go to AEW <laughs> then I he's could seen, easily see him for spice yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly this is what we're gonna yeah. do so I don't know we'll, we'll see what happens with that but Overall, I'm kind of meh with the card, yeah. uh, but it's SummerSlam. It should be huge, and it's going to be in that in huge every, stadium. stadium. So, yeah. so that should be a pretty cool feel for that. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's our quick SummerSlam preview just to finish off. We'll end this off at this point because we've gone pretty long, but I think some pretty interesting topics right now. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the coming weeks and uh, if we can kind of look back on our prognosticating and see what, uh, see what came of that. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, you can reach us uh, as far as the podcast itself on both Instagram and Twitter at WWTTPod. That's WWTTPOD. Myself on Instagram and Twitter at BC Hunter WWTT. That's BC Hunter WWTT. Yeah, you can catch uh, catch me at J Myers WWTT. That's at J Myers WWTT on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And if you're so inclined and want to send us an email, we do have the world's most dangerous and longest email address. <laughs> it's WWTT at WrestlingWithTheTruthPodcast.com. So on that note, thanks again for another lively debate, <laughs> another lively conversation. I think the, it's great when we can actually disagree on a few things so we're not parodying each other. Uh, but uh, thanks for your time, Jay, and looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, as always, uh, great uh, great work by BC uh, putting this one together. And uh, thanks for our listeners. And uh, keep those suggestions coming if you if you have any, because we'd love to hear them. For sure. We do re- really appreciate all the people that have been listening to our, again, as I always refer to it, our stupid opinions. But yeah. uh, it's, it's very humbling and greatly appreciated, I must yeah, say. Absolutely. 
So on that note, straight from the blanket booth, we are wrapping up, and I will say that we are out of here. No, 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 New World Order. Talk about it. <laughs>